Be gentle with yourself. You're in a competitive world and you're thinking competitively. How you can outscore somebody because that, that, that's that's the way it is, okay? You got to get it. If you're an a, get an A, you have to get an A plus. Mm -hmm. If you make a million dollars, you have to get a billion dollars. Um, what I would really ask you to go into your heart and listen uh, to who you, what, it, what brings you joy? What makes you shine? And, and be that for others. Welcome to a True Goddess Podcast, where we inspire you to embrace your authentic self, be healed, supported, accepted, and empowered to live the life you desired. On today's episode of A True Goddess Podcast, you will meet Helis Bridges, better known as Grandma Sparky. She is the founder of Blue Ribbon Worldwide and the creator of Who I Am Makes a Difference, Blue Ribbon's Acknowledgement Ceremony. She is an author of the book, Who I Am Makes a Difference, the stories that connect people heart to heart and ignite the human spirit. Grandma Sparky has shared the stage at the Environmental Earth Summit to speak following Al Gore and Dalai Lama and the president of Earth Day USA. She has honored high-level individuals with her blue ribbons. She had honored the generals, Pulitzer Prize winners, Nobel Prize winners, politicians, leaders in businesses, school officials, and more, her Blue Ribbon Acknowledgement System gives youth and adults pride, purpose, and the ability to end negativity and transform the world. It helps youth and adults turn the tide away from violent and disrespectful acts, replacing them with understanding and inspiration, uniting people to live with their passion and purpose. Plus, importantly, save lives and stops suicides her mission is uniting humanity through the power of love and please help me welcome hillis bridges better known as grandma sparky it is an honor for me to interview you today grandma sparky is there anything you want me to ask you during the interview so we well, can get the word out it's interesting um that, that you asked that in that way because most of the time when i'm on a on an interview like this everybody has the questions or they know what they want or a way that they want it so this is kind of different so i want to embrace that and the thing that i would want most is that um is a way, uh, since we have a way to unite humanity, to bring people together in a minute or less, mm -hmm. my goal is to be able to um, give young people uh, the opportunity to know how to uh, unite humanity in a, in, in a minute or less, end conflict, eradicate bullying, and make dreams come true that heal our planet in 60 seconds or less. So that's what I get to do. And for people that want to come on and join and find out more about our leadership trainings for kids, for adults, for businesses, for schools, for communities, um, we have all those training programs to be leaders of leaders in your own community. That's what I want. I want to teach you how to 
be a leader in your own community on your own platform and empower and support you. We're going for a billion people to be honored uh, with a blue ribbon that I created. I saw that on your website. Okay, so this this is the key to all of this. For anybody that's listening, to know that sometimes we work very hard from the neck up trying to figure out what we're supposed to do. So did I, okay? Mm -hmm. but, but 40 years ago, I created a blue ribbon that says who I am makes a difference. And I was, I, I just discovered that everybody needed to be loved like me. I was going through a divorce. I was losing everything. I was suicidal. And, um, and then a miracle happened that I'll tell you about in a moment. But what, what came through me is that maybe mo other people needed to be loved just like me. So what came through me in a prayer was to create a way to tell people how much I loved them and teach love. Well, that was interesting. I didn't, I was leaving a million dollar career and I wasn't, I didn't know what that meant at the time, but this blue ribbon says who I am makes a difference. And I, I created it and I began to honor my kids' teachers and my neighbors. I told them how much I loved and respected them. I cheered them on for their dreams and I gave them two extra ribbons to pay it forward. I'm going to honor everybody that's watching right now so you can get the feel for this. So I have a blue ribbon for you and it says who I am makes a difference. And I would love to honor you for the difference you make by coming on to this uh, podcast today for being interested in discovering yourself for knowing more about who you be, not what you do, by bringing your dreams into reality, by having the, the mentors around you that can gift you one step at a time so you don't feel like you're falling through a black hole here. I just love that you're challenging yourself and also you're loving yourself. And you're loving your kids and the people around you and you can see the beauty in everything. Would you accept this gift from me? Yes. Good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I accept it. <laughs> May I have permission to place it on you? Yes, please, Grandma. Okay, now, it goes above your heart. So I'm going to show you by me. You see how mm -hmm. I've got this? goes up. Yeah. So it's, the tradition is it goes above your heart. It points up toward all your greatest dreams coming true. And tradition is that I take the spark from my heart and put it in the cheerleaders in this ribbon. It is the sound that makes dreams come true. And the sound is bing, <laughs> B-I-N-G, bing. And every time you hear a bing, you'll know a child just got their dream, the child within us, every child. Uh, and we're all cheering each other on for for what you want to achieve in the world. We're not taking anything away. We're not selling anything. We want to just empower, support you to make your dreams come true. Tradition is I give you two extra ribbons. One you honor somebody, one you pay it forward, please. And this blue ribbon ceremony, um, I just want to take a moment and just say, mm that it's now impacted over 60 million people in 12 languages around the world that I started. It's been made into TV movies. Um, it's um, saved lives. 
children's lives, adults' lives, it's brought families together. So with that said, um, the I think the most important thing is that to take something that might be as simple as this ceremony, I hope you're all feeling it, take it in, put that ribbon that you can go on to our website at Blue Ribbons, B-L-U-E-R-I-B-B-O-N-S dot org. You can see the movie that I'm about to tell you. You can get 10 free ribbons. You could order ribbons. You could find out about our training programs. I would love for you to do that because uh, anybody in our training programs must be nominated and vetted by me before you get in. <laughs> We're going to teach leadership training. You're going to lead your, your school, your community, so forth. So that's, uh, I think that's the heart of everything. It begins with the ceremony. Thank you. Thank you, Grandma Sparky. It is truly an honor, Grandma Sparky, Hillis. Oh. It's truly an honor to, to speak with you today and for our listener to hear your story. Um, your mission um, is to unite humanity through the power of love right and yes, grandma gra- welcome grandma sparky i, I i'm just <clears throat> joyful and grateful for you um and um can you i i know you, you mentioned um before to me um pre-interview that the beautiful story and i also listened to your story on ted talk and uh, many videos out there about you um articles and and so much about you out there um how did the inception of the blue ribbon came about yeah how did that come about yes um so so i was um my husband and i had a beautiful life when we were millionaires and Uh, and I was very successful. My husband was too, and we have two preteen sons. Um, he was my husband was a beloved and brilliant entrepreneur, and uh, and behind closed doors, it wasn't quite the same for me. He was he was um, very controlling personality and intimidating, and um, and he, he was verbally abusive in the way that he he took away his love he he would ignore me and i was invisible in the house but outside i was a major business person making a lot of money um in my 20s you know i i oversaw a company that went public <laughs> so wow. so i was i was a smart girl but but i was very i wanted my husband to love me so badly And uh, and every day that he didn't, I was just a broken person. And eventually, I wanted to take my life. And it just goes like that for anybody that you know that just it doesn't want to be here anymore. And kids don't. It's the number two leading cause of um, suicide. Is the number two leading cause of of death among as young as 10 to 14 years old now. Wow. But at the time, I, I I only just the lights went out, and I said I'm gonna I'm gonna take my life. But here's the miracle, and I that happened for me. The day I was gonna take my life, I fell to my knees and I screamed to the heavens, "Stop the world! I've got to get off!" And I just bursted out crying. 
and I got to find some way where, that I can, that there's people that love each other. Um, and I heard a voice inside of me, a sweet little voice that said, can't take your life. You're going to sing, dance, write, and have a musical on Broadway in New York. <laughs> and you're going to bring love to the world. And I went, say what? And, and I heard it. I never heard such a voice for those of us that hear the hear the sweet angel inside of us or a soul or whatever you want to call it. Um, I popped up like toast. I went from I'm going to die to really? I'm going to sing, dance, write, never. I can't sing. I can't dance. I'm, you know, I'm a real estate salesperson. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and so with, with that, what woke me up is, um, is that, uh, and then I did an audition for a musical comedy. And I'll tell you, you want me to tell you that story? What happened sure, next? Sure, sure. That's, okay. that's a great story. Okay. It's a great story. So so here I am not knowing how to sing or dance or anything. So I call up a client who's in New York on Broadway. And um, I ask her what to do. And she told me to go downtown to Stage 7 in San Diego and audition. I go, okay. So I go down and I sign up for the audition. I don't know that I'm auditioning with 17 to 23 year olds um, who are professionals on Las Vegas and Broadway stages. They've come wow. for summer stock. I don't know that. And so I'm 37 at the time now. And so as everyone was singing these four lines, there's massive applause in the audience. So they're just, people are just going, wow, what a voice, right? And then I'm 37 out of 37 people. I can't read its script. I don't understand this musical script. I don't understand the piano man that's pianoing to the note or whatever. And I screech out, starting here, starting now. And, and, and just not a, no claps, no nothing, just silence. Everybody just staring at me, kind of like, what is she doing here? But I kept standing there all puffed up and smiling. I just stared at them quietly, just waiting for the applause. And the more I stared, the more silent applause would happen. And the more I stared and smiled, I got more applause. And pretty soon everybody was applauding. And I landed the role because they thought um, I was a comedian and it was a musical comedy. And so I got hired to, to the musical. Do it. <laughs> Amazing story, right? You you never know what determination will lead you. And, um, you know, you prove it um, through many years. Um, how long have Brew Libbins been around? Many years. Right. So I started this in, well, I started it when I was, I became, when I left my husband, I became co-chair of the San Diego Hunger Project and volunteered. Um, and helped to um, to enroll 10,000 people in the end of hunger when I realized that people were starving for recognition, mm -hmm. which created the Blue Ribbon. And that was in 1980. I founded my nonprofit in 1983. And in between that time, um, all I did is to uh, bring teams together for the Hunger Project and have everybody go out and, and talk to people about ending world hunger. So so that it was the hunger inside of all, all of us that to leave, like you say, leave the past behind us. Mm -hmm. 
and with compassion and love and and kindness and, and empowerment and, and really good railroad tracks that you could stand on, um, I needed that desperately. Uh, so after I did the musical and then and volunteered, um, that's when then I created a button that said, who I am makes a difference, my hunger project game. And I bought a thousand buttons. And I started to go around and pop them on people. If they were pulling the weeds out of their yard, I'd pull over and go, good, making the neighborhood look beautiful. And I'd pop a button on their sweatshirt. And then somebody else would be holding their kid's hand and smiling. And I go, good for you that you're a good parent. And I'd pop a button on them. And before you know it, people were buying the buttons, five, ten dollars, whatever. And I donated all that money to the Hunger Project. Wow. Later, the button turned into the ribbon. Um, uh, and in between that time, I had left this country and uh, finished my my time in with the Hunger Project and wound up going to Israel, where I wound up being a uh, living in a kibbutz which is a communal lifestyle and being a migrant worker mm-hmm. and worked in the fields and scrubbed the, uh, roads and climbed grapefruit trees and did all of that work, leaving a million dollar house. And I gave away members, cities, my clothes, my jewelry. And I went to a completely different life for about a year and a half. Wow. Really humbling. Um, and, and what did you learn from that experience? Oh, wow. Uh, very good question. Um, the kibbutz, for anybody that doesn't know that, um, like I said, it's communal lifestyle. So in this case, uh, it was created by um, children who came from uh, Czechoslovakia, Poland, and Germany during the Nazi invasion. And the, and their parents got their kids out. And they, in order to... to um, protect themselves they went to Israel and they they built these little uh, uh, places where they could um, uh, live together and, and flourish I was in kibbutz de Ganyabet and uh, which was 750 people and we worked in the fields we client we we did all the work that would run a whole kibbutz and what I found out was this I heard a voice inside of me. By the way, I had to take Hebrew lessons. <laughs> and so I had a choice of the beginning class or the advanced class. And one of the professor teachers there said, go into the advanced. And I did, but I didn't know how to speak. And so I never could catch up because everybody else already knew how to speak Hebrew. And if you go from the, the right to the left and everything is, you know, different, different whole thing. So I was all upset and I didn't know what to do and then I was in a so I, I know your question let me just say what I learned and I'm getting there because I'm I'm figuring it out myself what I learned was this I was frustrated uh, I was a top business person so I was always best at everything now I wasn't best at everything I'm I'm in the laundry room folding laundry not the best at laundry folding I was in the kitchen and and the manager, the woman manager was yelling at me for not not um, uh, um, cleaning the fish properly. And um, and everybody was yelling at me, it seemed. And I was failing. I couldn't understand. And I, so I went to to a 
cemetery on the kibbutz was overlooking the Sea of Galilee, gorgeous area. And I sat up there and I said to God, I said, I'm failing at everything. And God said, notice your own wisdom. I said, what? I said, notice your own wisdom. And so I came back into the kitchen where the manager was always screaming at me every day. And she said, why aren't you singing today? Because I used to sing all my mama's songs while I was, you know, making the food. Mm-hmm. And I would say, when you're down and out, lift up your head and shout. It's going to be a great day. zippity doo da, zippity day. And I would <laughs> sing like that just so she wouldn't drive me crazy. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't singing that morning. And she said, why aren't you singing? Nobody's happy here. And I heard the voice say, notice your own wisdom. Uh-huh. And so what I realized is I tried so hard to read enough books to understand how to make the world change. And mostly I'm just singing off key in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> and that's and changing, changing the culture. Nice, nice. You you actually making people happy without realizing it by being yourself. It's, it's true. And I'm writing a children's book now. It's called Sparky and the Tales of the Magic Blue Ribbon. Because mm-hmm. uh, the ceremony, we'll tell, tell the major story in a minute, but um, it, it, it's, a, it's a true story about when I was four years old, I had a, a dream that a little angel flew through the window and landed on my heart. She was as big as my pinky. Mm-hmm. She had little wings were fluttering. She has beautiful little sweet face. And she said, I'm, I've been flying all over the world looking for children who would bring happiness to the world. Would you help? And in my dream, I go, yes, yes, I'll help, I'll help, right? And she said, and she's holding a little blue velvet pouch and out of it, she takes out a wand out of this little bit and she circles it around and gold magic dust flies around my head, tickles my nose, makes me laugh inside. And she said, from now on, every time you smile, sick people will get well, sad people will become happy and angry people will not hurt themselves or others evermore. And she flew out the window and was gone. Wow. And I, and the next morning I ran to my parents. I was four years old and I t- woke them up and I told them about the little angel. And then I ran out and played in the snow and forgot all about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like um, the stage, setting the stage of um, what you have accomplished and which is, a very amazing task you you have taken on, um, Grandma Sparky. Um, I'm very, very super honored to 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 be in your presence today. Um, I'm like you know in in tears um, every time I think about your stories. You know, um, you you at the deepest darkest time in your life where you were gonna take your life and the light came on and and give you that um that spark and you went off to your journey and helped heal millions and millions of people including me like with our last conversation you um you helped me a lot with with just your genuine gentleness and and just caring and you're, you're a very good listener <laughs> ah, thank you you're a very good listener and um 
when when you went through some rough time there, um, I did this podcast is also here to help women because many women um, CEOs, um, top executive, you know, they they know that stuff just like you did. You know, you're like on top of your game, on top of the world, very successful. You make tons of money. You you know people in high places, and then you're like among the you know the success of the success and then inside you're unhappy but you didn't even know it you didn't even know it and i know and i know and i know because i was one of them i didn't know it it took it took me years to get to this point where i realized you know life life is not all about chasing after shiny objects it's about knowing who you are, your passion, what makes you happy, and it's it's all about love. Um, with that said, Grandma Sparky, what what kind of um, advice would you give to other successful women out there who 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 believe that they are successful but know within their heart? That there is some something they're nudging them that say, "Hey, you're not living your authentic life. You're not being happy. You need to go out and be and be." What what kind of advice would you give? Well, a, couple, a couple of things I would first of all say is please be gentle with yourself. You're in a competitive world and you're thinking competitively. How you can out score somebody because that, that that's. That's the way it is. Okay, you got to get it. If you're an a, get an A, you have to get an A plus. Mm-hmm. If you make a million dollars, you have to get a billion dollars. Um, what I would really ask you to go into your heart and listen uh, to who you what it, what brings you joy, what makes you shine, and and be that for others. Be that for others. Be a great listener. Empower others and tell them um, how they matter. Um, your smile, your eyes, your heart, being with another person without telling them what to do. I would. I just let me just say there. We live in a punishment uh, society. Mm-hmm. Points to what's not working. I invite you to point to what is working in each person and honor them and tell them they matter. If it's their kids, is your husband, if your friends, they're all going to be talking about what they don't like about themselves. You're doing it too. I did it too. We all have come from that. But notice that and then just point to what is it that I am doing right and and just write it down at the end of the night and just put the three things down. Let me just say this. Uh, brings to mind about the blue ribbon and, and all the ways people do this. Mm-hmm. Parents have learned at the end of the night they place the ribbon. I told them to do this. Place the ribbon above their kids' beds or or and before they go to sleep, say the three things that they were really proud about themselves for the day. Mm-hmm. And then you tell your kids what you're proud about yourself for the day because you'll forget it. You go, I did ten things right, but one thing wrong, and you'll focus on the wrong. Keep, keep focusing and um, and supporting what you're doing, right? And you will change the world, and you will stand out. 
And if you add a ribbon to it, people will never forget you ever. Um, one of my students that are coming into our training in January, she's from Costa Rica, I love her a lot. Uh, Beatrice Braun, I wanna give her a shout out. She is an author and um, and I told her, I said, when you start, she ordered 3000 Spanish ribbons. She said, my God, my whole business is just exploding now. Everybody, the businesses, companies want me. The corporations that I wanted to do business with are calling for me. The schools are inviting me. She has good work like we do. We have, she's an author and speaker, a trainer, a mentor and so forth. But I told her, add the blue ribbon and start honoring people. And she has begun to do that. And she's not gonna even in our class till January. So I'm just coaching her in the meantime, but I'm saying you're doing what you're doing right. Point to what's working instead of what isn't, you'll stand out. You can really, really heal the world with with just that little ceremony. Yeah, you want to be able to say the difference is if you're handing a person your business card, mm -hmm. if you're sharing all about you, everybody's trying to do that for each other. Yes, mm -hmm. and we can't hear it. If you just honor somebody and say, give them a bing and say, by the way, what is your dream? How can I help you? Mm -hmm. What do you need? And then listen and feed it back without selling. Mm -hmm. Okay, just feed it back and listen to them. Um, and then we have a lot of 15 second to 30 second to one minute ways that transform whole businesses in a minute or less um, that brings people together, that gets them all how companies align to the higher vision without going through a lot of complications and and just knowing each other. That's the priceless part of it. When, when we know each other, we're compassionate. Yes, you know that. Yes. Yes. Um, thank, thank you, um, Grandma Sparky. When um, I, I I just ordered mine this morning, actually, I ordered oh. a thousand ribbons. Oh, how lovely. <laughs> I'm going to start with that and um, start with my neighborhood here and honoring my neighbors for being good neighbors. And then I'll, I'll go into um, different different areas that, that I know people, but um, I, I would do that. And I, I have another question, Grandma Sparky. I have many actually. Yes. Um, when the the when when you first come out and people were just going crazy with with the blue ribbon, how how do you handle all, all that um, attention and still being true to yourself? Oh, oh, yes. I know you were you. you were in like chicken soup. Um, of the soul book and with Jack Cranfield and you were uh, in in uh, so, so many different places yes um, that's so important for all of us okay the chicken soup my story which I'll tell you in a, just a bit if we have enough time for sure you know mm -hmm. the signature story yes I'm going to make sure to yes. know that okay but the answer to your question is this how do you how do you hand this is very important for us the demand becomes very quick toward us mm -hmm. for doing something great everybody wants a piece of you mm -hmm. um 
uh, they, they'll, they'll tell you, go here, go there. You should be this. You should be that. And we, I lost myself when that happened. In the first three months I did this, 35,000 people were honored with the blue ribbon. I was invited everywhere and everybody was telling me what to do. And I was supposed to, they were going to national television programs, all that. And I got so scared mm -hmm. and so confused. I just went, leave me alone, leave me alone. And every time I opened my front door, there would be paparazzi. All the cameras were right there in my face. Uh, we heard you wrote a book. No, I said I told somebody I'm thinking about writing a book. Mm -hmm. uh, everybody was, the demand was too great for me. So initially, I just hit out. Mm -hmm. And basically, I have been doing that for 40 years, honestly. Okay. I've been behind the scenes of empowering others. Yes. Um, we just had a talk with us with my colleagues last night about getting on major television programs and being seen now. And I said, I'm ready for that. So I now know who I am. So I would recommend that, that take the moment and just keep checking in. And if, if it's a no for you, say no. If, if somebody tells you, you ought to do this, that, and the other, just listen to your whole self and just say, maybe not now. And no matter what the demand looks like, just check in and go to a mentor like yourself, like me, like whoever you feel is qualified to hear you mm -hmm. so that you're not overwhelmed. Because if you hang in with the right people, the right people will expand your vision. And they will listen from your heart, not from what they think is right for you. Does that make sense? make perfect sense great advice great advice grandma sparky and uh, a lot of people do get lost in in the what they call fame of the business world and of whatever they are in right we, we've seen that in the um, um you know movie stars and and pop stars and um really important um like you say to check in with your heart um, can you tell us again um, how to 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 do that? Run through. You said there are seven yeah. steps. I've been mm -hmm. doing my homework. <laughs> seven steps. Um, yeah. The the first step is you. Um, uh, do you ask for permission? What do you do? When you no, no. the first step is, well, the first thing I would, I always learned to, this is where I discovered this, okay? And I didn't do it alone. I had all the mm -hmm. people that honor 35,000 people on my team. There were kids and adults. I said, come and tell me what worked and what didn't work. Mm -hmm. What works is, is to show the blue ribbon first prize. This means first prize to anybody. Mm -hmm. If I show it, I say, by the way, I have a, a blue ribbon for you. Inside of them, they're they're not they don't know what that's about. And I said, I I. And it says who I am. It doesn't say I make a difference. It says who I am. You're honoring yourself first. Mm -hmm. it said who I am makes a difference, and I want to honor you. And nobody, a few in this world, have ever gotten recognized, honestly. You know, probably 99.99 have never had anybody actually honor them. They'll tell them what you're doing wrong and try to correct it. But, you know, it's only, you know, only a few people actually get recognized. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I will say, 
and I'll look from my heart through my eyes and see the good in that person. While I'm doing this, I have a blue ribbon for you and it says who I am makes a difference. And then I want to honor you and I tell them from my soul the difference that they make to me. If I don't know them, I, I can make it up in a heartbeat if you're just looking. And then after I say, would you accept my gift? It's a gift. I bought the ribbons myself. Yes. I said, would you accept my gift? The reason why I ask that is because most people do not uh, know how to receive. Mm-hmm. Not a give, but they don't know how to receive. Say, so, would you accept my gift? And they'll just kind of shrug their shoulders. And I say, may I have permission to place it on you? Very few people get touched with love. Yes. And I'll say, may I have permission to place it on you? And then I place it and I say, then I say, I place it above your heart, pointing up toward all your greatest dreams coming true. So now I'm empowering their dreams. I'm honoring them. I'm empowering their dreams, but I'm I'm not pushing them. I'm not going, hey, this is the greatest thing since slaves cheese. You ought to have it. You know, <laughs> I, you know I, I used to do that. Okay. So I, I got over that. So I, I now, so I ask, okay. And it's all about acknowledgement. I teach acknowledge the power of acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. Place it above your heart, up toward all your greatest dreams coming true. And it's tradition for me to take the spark from my heart. I usually put my hand to my heart. And inside is is a logo that has a community of cheerleaders, Mm -hmm. families. And I say, and I I place my hand on your ribbon. And I make the sound that makes dreams come true. And the sound is, bing! Now everybody laughs. And that's really good because laughter is, is the best medicine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, first they're shocked by getting acknowledged, then they're laughing. And then I say, and, and uh, I give them a bing, and I say, it's the sound that makes dreams come true. And with that, I say, and it's tradition for you to get two extra ribbons, honor somebody, pay it forward, let people know how much they matter. Now, that is the seven, it's, it takes 60 seconds or less, and it gets easier. You can, you can do it any way you want to, you know, the... I have learned that this over time is if you look at somebody and honor them and then you could remind them, oh, place the ribbon above on your computer. Some people put it on their walls, their mirrors. Uh, They will decide where they want to do it. Mm -hmm. A lot of times I'll also add at the end, "Who who would you honor with these ribbons? And they'll take a pause and they'll go, like I did last night to the waiter. Mm-hmm. at the restaurant and I honored him and I, I gave him two extra ribbons and I said who who would you honor and he goes I'm going to honor my wife I'm going to honor my wife and um, and I'm going to get some ribbons so I can honor my three children they're young they're like four and six and I think they were under 10 years old as three kids and uh, he was just delighted uh to, to so excited, you know, and everybody at my table would give him a bing, and pretty soon everybody in the restaurant is yelling bing, and what's that ribbon about, and that kind of thing. Nice. But, so. Nice. That's that's a great idea. We, um, you know, me and my husband, we go out and eat sometime, and when we see a waiter or waitress who's like doing a great job, we always like you know compliment them. But this give me another tool. To, to honor them in, in, in a way that it, it pays it forward, right? And, and help heal relationships. You'll do it every time. People will never, never forget you for that. 
I go in places and they'll, I was just someplace, um, oh, I was, uh, where was I? I don't know, speaking to, oh, uh, a colleague. Oh, I was in Denver, Colorado training uh, our the first Blue Ribbon Middle School in the world. Yay. And they did a whole Blue Ribbon Week. Mm-hmm. And I was, and they they represent, uh, the kids in that school, 600 kids represent 15 different countries. They speak diff- 15 different languages and English is the, the man. And so I was there for Blue Ribbon Week, um, November 1st through the 7th. And uh, uh, the, um, the counselor of the school, Rebecca and Ali, who's 12, the two of them were in our training program, Standing Strong Together. I always mm-hmm. say, if you're going to bring something into your school, I need to have people in the school that are passionate. I need them having being trained with our Standing Strong Together program. And then you can help lead this. And I, I surprised them and flew in. Mm-hmm. But here's a great story. And I want to just empower people to realize how fast you could change. They, that Because the seventh graders in that school were very uh, bullying and, and putting each other down and mean. And they don't they can't get united. And I said our old system was to unite people. Um, the principal, when I flew, when the, the vice principal that I was working with, um, Rachel, when I flew in, they have to rearrange everything with because Grandma Sparky's there and there is school and they have it, everything is regimented. So I spoke two minutes here and two minutes there and so forth. And finally, the success of my few minutes with kids, they decided to have an all school assembly. Wow. They said, and, and they didn't know. I mean, they didn't know what I was going to do, really. Uh, they just said, I, I, it's whatever you say to them seems to be working. And here's what I did. I said to, um, I stood up, I said, two out of every three of you has been abused and I know it. So it's not you, it's somebody on both sides of you. If you've ever harmed anybody, put anybody down, bully them, I want you to step to the microphone with me and I want you to apologize publicly, state your name, what you did and apologize how that person come up and shake a hand, give a hug, clean it up. If you have a dream, you come up here and share it. So I'm gonna give you just uh, two samples of what happened. One girl came up, she's dressed beautifully. She said, these are 12 years old kids. And um, she said, I wanna apologize. The person is not here, but I'm, I t- I'm very jealous of her. So I tell everybody that she's ugly and stupid and she's, she's messed up and she's mean and everything. But the truth of it is I just been jealous of her and I just wanna apologize. Wow. And I said, what's your dream? And she said, she's dressed beautifully, a scarf, this beautiful little hat she was wearing. She said to be a fashion designer. Mm-hmm. She really wants that. And I said, okay, all on the count of three, I want you to look up and I forget her name. I said, on the count of three, I want you to give your, put two thumbs up and say, you can do it, yes. And you, she says, and I have to, and I told her to say, just cross your hands to your heart and say thank you, and that's it. That's all I want you to do. And the kids are going, what? You know, what, what are we doing? I said, Grandma Sparky says, look at me. This is not fooling around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put your two thumbs up and give her a yes. She can do it. And they all go. They all sit up. I say, sit proudly, and they sit back. And I and they all go yes. And she goes, wow. And then I bring up the rest of the kids. Now, I'm going to give you one small story from this because one of the boys wanted to be a Formula One race car driver. He's 12 years old. His name is Anthony. 
he wanted to take a picture with me after the assembly by himself because I took it with a big group. Mm-hmm. And he pulled me aside and said, thank you. I'm going to be a form. I always want to be a Formula One race car driver. I said, Anthony, if anybody tells you you can't do it, don't defend yourself and don't get mad at them. Instead, just look at them and say, but what is your dream? How can I help you? What do you need? He texted me the next day after I flew back to San Diego. He said, Grandma Sparky, I did it. Three people told me they couldn't do it, but I asked them what their dream is. Then they told me, now I'm helping three people. And at the lunch, we're all sitting together, helping each other, make each other's dream come true. That worked. And I went, cool. That's what I'm talking about. 15 seconds. You can do something and reframe anybody to move them forward and build team. You can do it in corporations, organizations, schools churches any any place like that nice nice and if um women out there listening if they want to start that in their kids school um can Uh they just go to your website and order some ribbons do they they need special training yeah so one is you could always order the ribbons i mean people have been doing that for years and years and years when i started to teach standing strong together I originally taught it just like anybody would teach a motivational speaker and taught people how to um, do the blue ribbon ceremony at a depth where they can, you know, command an audience. Um, But then I realized that people needed more training Mm -hmm. to do that. So I created Standing Strong Together, community building leadership training, teaching humanity how to love uh, in 60 seconds or less. And that's a two hour uh, six weeks, so it's two hours once a week, starts January the 11th. Uh, it's a Zoom. Mm-hmm. It's online. You get the curriculum, but you're going to work deeply with me and and with the team, with our team, so that you can, it's called Standing Strong Together. So everybody talks about the depths of what they're doing. We all connect and help each other, make each other's dreams come true. Um, and I advise the way to do that is to, um, you can buy the ribbons online, but if you want to know about the training program, uh, you want to either be nominated by somebody or vetted by me. Um, so you, you go to my website, uh, no, excuse me, go to my email and, um, Sparky, S-P-A-R-K-Y at blue ribbons, B-L-U-E-R-I-B-B-O-N-S dot org make sure to put the s on there and just say i'm interested in your training program and then i will talk to you and see if this is a good fit for both of us there's a fee associated with it but when you're finished you could bring this into your school into your corporation into your organization you're going to have the railroad tracks to be able to get in and then uh uh, I, I trained Amazon leaders because they heard about me, invited me to come to train Amazon. Um, Walmart did our work for uh, that expanded to a quarter of a million people. Um, you know, whether, whether no matter what religion you are, uh, please just contact me because it's not for everybody. But if you're a passionate person who is work through your emotions. <laughs> and got to the other side and can matter and make an impact on people, that's the people that we want, I want. I'm not here to advance your self-worth, although we're all doing that for each other. That's too hard. You gotta go to other people for that. But I want to have you on a main stage with me. That makes sense? 
Perfect sense. Thank you. Thank you, Grandma Sparky.、Um, any last word you want to say to our listener about the blue ribbons? Tell me how much time I have and I'll tell you what I can do. We have about 10 minutes. Oh, okay. you, you, you can tell us about the chicken soup.、Um, that's that's what I want to do. Yes. This is a very important story. Okay, so this happened in 1988 now. It's,、mm-hmm. it's, so when you have a good story, you just use it all the time.、Uh, in 1988, a teacher in New York、uh, honored each of her high school senior、uh, class students. She told them each how much they mattered and gave them three extra ribbons and said, Go out and honor.、Uh, we're going to do a community project to see、um, what we can do to bring people together、mm-hmm. and honor somebody and give them, pay it forward. So, I'm giving you three ribbons. That afternoon, one of the high school、uh, seniors went to a junior executive in New York on Wall Street and、uh, who was helping him with his career planning. And he honored him and he thanked him and he placed the ribbon above his heart with his permission, cheered him on for his dream, gave him a bing, and gave him the two extra ribbons and said, We're doing a class project. Would you honor somebody? And then give them a ribbon to honor another and come back and tell me what happened. That afternoon, the junior executive goes to his grouchy boss and he says, I was,、uh, I just want to honor you for being a creative genius and giving me a job.、Uh, and he honored him, placed the ribbon above his heart, cheered him on for his dreams. And then he gave him the last ribbon and he said, Here, go honor somebody and let me know what happens because I want to report it. We're reporting it to this kid in, the cl- in a classroom here. And that night, the grouchy boss is driving home in New York traffic. He doesn't know who he's going to honor. Comes home and he sits his 14 year old boy down on the sofa and he looks at him and he said, Son, I have a blue ribbon for you. And he said, Every night I come home, I yell at you for not cleaning up your room and not getting better grades in school. But tonight, I just want to tell you that who you are makes a difference and that I love you. And he places the ribbon above the boy's heart. And the boy starts to sob and sob. He cannot stop crying. He goes over to a drawer, opens a drawer, pulls out a gun, looks at his dad, and says, I was planning on committing suicide tomorrow, dad, because I didn't think you loved me. And now I don't have to. Wow. The teacher called me, and I was a broke puppy after leaving my husband. Just pinning ribbons on people and sitting in a garage of my friend's house where I was in a cement garage with a little cot where I was sleeping now. And、uh, that story came to me from this teacher in New York who I didn't have a computer. I didn't even know to grab her name. I just started to cry. And I said, That's my dream. If we could build a community where people are all honoring each other, that's all I ever wanted to do. And that was. 40 years ago. That was, no, well, in 1988. So、um, I just, it's something I started. It's, it's in my soul to do this. It's in my soul that I, my goal is a billion people honored. We're, gonna, we're in 12 languages. In the next two years, we'll have it in Braille, and another 25 languages will be on next, next year.、Uh, so I invite you to join me to order ribbons. And especially if you're the person that is passionate and up to something and want to be a leader in your community, 
and be a part of Standing Strong Together, please get in touch with me because we'll have a heart, soul to soul conversation to make sure that this works. Uh, you must bring a teen with you and yourself. If you're an adult, it's the combination. If you're in a school, if you're a school counselor, uh, bring one of your students. If you're in a church, bring, if you're, you can bring your own kids in. Um, it, it just works. So that's, I, I leave you with, keep it simple. And remember that all I did was smile in front of a bunch of people against seven, 20, uh, 17 to 23 year olds that were professionals on Broadway in New York stages. And I had never sung before. I sang so horribly off key, but I didn't know that that, that I was that bad. That you <laughs> by, the way, <laughs> by the way, I will leave you with this. When I heard the little voice that said, you're going to sing, dance, right? And have a musical on Broadway in New York and bring love to the world. The musical that I wrote, it's called Bing, The Sound of a Billion Dreams. It's been, um, we've had many of, uh, the, the script has been written and the 33 characters have been developed based on the work that I've done in schools. And the title came to me when everybody was, we were doing a table reading at my home with about 14 people. Uh, it came from, I said, everybody loved the script. And I said, but I don't have a title. And LeGrand Green, the former producer of the uh, Oprah show for 10 years was at my home that day. And he said, well, the title, Grandma Sparky is Bing, the sound of a billion dreams. And everybody dropped the mic and we all hugged and that was it. And that became the title. You can't buy that. You couldn't ask it. If you're around the great people in the world, everybody will bring to them, to each other, their greatness. And you can move forward much faster than trying to figure the sucker out your own, own self. Yes. Nice, nice. Um, thank, thank you so much, Grandma Sparky. I, I hate that we running out of time. I'm, I'm sure I would love for you to come back and and give us your um, story even more. I know you, you're still out there um, doing the the great work that you did, did for. 40 years over 40 years now and um, I'm definitely uh, want to follow you follow your work and and you know start handing out my bing <laughs> I, I'm so inspired by that and I promised you I would send you the uh, standing strong together uh, leadership training for January so you can I'm, I welcome you to send it to anybody and think about it for you and I we'll talk about that too but then don't just know that Grandma Sparky loves you. Thank you. Light, we love light, you too, Grandma up Sparky. <laughs> Lighten up. Lighten up. Have fun. It works. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Grandma Sparky. This is what I do. Um, creating a tradition for a true goddess and you are truly a true goddess grandma sparky i am touched by everything that you do by, by all the things that you say and by your passion and if you i i want to ask every guest that come on my podcast this question if you have a genie in a bottle and you have three wishes you can just rub the, the bottle or the the lamp what would that those three wishes be 
that would change the whole course of everything for you and for what you're passionate in? My first would be that my family, my kids, my grandkids have a world where they're feeling safe, supported, nurtured, and they do their dream. The second would be continue to hang out with the greatest people on this planet and make a bigger difference together. And the third is uh, that I can um, rollerblade uh, without being afraid. <laughs> rollerblading. <laughs> I, I did it once. I don't know where. You just asked me that question. I remember I rollerbladed with poles. And I <laughs> so, guess what? Guess what, Grandma Sparky? You've been giving away all these wishes to millions and millions of people, and bing, bing. all your wishes come true. Thank you. Thank you so much, Grandma Sparky. Namaste. The Namaste. Light See the light in you. Bye. You're an amazing, amazing goddess. Thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. Oh, that's just too amazing.